Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the fan man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there and call it good. The old like, Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The fan. Good afternoon. Happy Thursday. That's the Merangatang. I'm Dusty Hera. Over there is Jeff Russ. How's everybody doing today? Bueno. Wow. Wow. Everybody sounds like they're having a great day already. <laughs> Listen, Danny man. didn't even respond. <laughs> I, I was gonna, you I, respond like I, a melancholy Spanish. <laughs> what is going on? I was bueno. giving him the, the, the little, a little bit of a runway there then. I'm I'm good, man. I am. That was a I, lie. You weren't paying attention. No, I heard you. <laughs> I I was looking at something over here, and I figured you were tossing to Russ first. Oh. Look, to be fair, we all just finished our lunch, so I think we're all a little lethargic. No, really I am not lethargic. I am good. I am good. Okay, I am. Well, I, I am lethargic. No, I, I am. I am there we go. Amped. I See? am ready to go. I'm probably too amped, but that's that's okay. It's mm. okay. All right. I like it. All right. Danny apparently went to a Kraken game last night because he's all cracked up. Oh, I am. Listen, <laughs> full disclosure, I am on all of the steroids right now. <laughs> I am jacked out of my mind. I feel like I'm 25 years old. I have all the energy in the world. Well, that's great to hear. See, that's what I'm talking about. Not, hola. <laughs> I didn't say hola. Bueno. I said I'm bueno. 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 Uh, for bro. Okay. How um, are you, sir? I'm Most fantastic. Look, this is great. Um, I'm having a great day. He's got quite living, long. Man. My no, hair I is long. I'm just, just noticing that. Yeah, my hair is long. My hair is longer. I was wearing a, a stocking cap uh, oh. today. You don't, you don't call it, it a beanie? Call it a 30, stocking cap? Yeah, yeah, because okay. I'm old. Gotcha. Um, it, it Because it was 33 degrees when I took my kids to school. Mm. It's cold out there. Yeah. It is really cold. I don't know where elevation you guys are at on the on the west side, but I have to like leaving Newburgh. You know how you leave Newburgh and go up the hill. Sure. When I got to the top of the hill, there was snow. What? Yeah, like little, are you talking frost or snow? Like snow, like little bits of both. Oh no, yeah, my way in there was some frost, and I yeah, I felt the back end frost. of the pickup oh. fish tailing a little bit on a couple of turns. And I was Ooh. like, oh. biggest upset: Jeff Russ driving a truck. That may be one of the biggest upsets. Mm, it's not mine. It's my dad's. We're, yeah. we're using it while we have, you know, one of our cars is under the weather. It doesn't have the same effect as the Geo Metro rooftop. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> Listening to rock, Yacht Rock in your truck, it's like you should be going to, like, supervise a construction site. It's like me driving the, the, the 350Z and, and blaring kill switch engage out the window. It doesn't really quite match. <clears throat> you need to have a little, uh-huh. little techno going. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, okay, sorry. So you were driving in, and you saw snow. Yeah, no, it was, it was just a little weird. I was like, oh, it's it's like that right now, huh? It's cold. And, yeah. It's cold. We're going to uh, Eagle Crest this weekend. Oh, it's going to be real cold. <laughs> um, yeah, low of seven degrees over yeah. the weekend. Yeah, that'll happen. 
goodness gracious! But it's a it's a dry it's a dry cold. But it is. Why it, do people? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But why is it every single time everybody's like, "Hey, it's a dry heat or it's a dry cold"? I get it. It's still cold, just as a hundred degrees, still hot. Roads still get slick. <laughs> yeah, you know the lows here coming up are twenty six and twenty four. Yeah, and that's colder than uh, seven because it's not a dry cold here. Apparently, you know. So this is what I do whenever I want to feel better about the weather. Mm. Uh, I was like, I've talked about it. I was stationed in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Yeah. Coming up, starting this weekend, the highest five. Psycho. A high, highest five, low is negative five. Like, Monday, the highest zero with a low of negative eight. See, I was watching this. I was watching this on the uh, South Dakota State played. Like mm-hmm. they host a football game. Like uh-huh. North Dakota State, they play in a dome. University of South Dakota, they play in a dome. Uh, UND North Dakota, they play in a dome as they well. They do now. They used South, to play outside. South Dakota State's a bunch of damn psychos, and Savages. they play outside. And I was just thinking. How cold is this playoff game where people are outside just chilling? But it, the thing is, there at least everything is flat. You don't have any hills. No, you but don't it have actually, turns. That's actually problematic, though, because the wind just rips through there. Well, yeah. That's the problem, is that it makes it even worse. If that's but your biggest problem, is the wind ripping through. South Dakota State is far enough. <laughs> is far enough <laughs> south. <laughs> <laughs> you made yourself snort. Yeah, I made my did. Snort. That's good. It's one of those That's days. Good. One of those that was days. a good joke. I'm yeah. I literally am biting my lip over here. <laughs> oh, it's twelve oh seven. We're off the rails. Uh, but South Dakota State is far enough south to where it avoids what is this Arctic jet stream that literally creates like the coldest weather in the world. Mm. So it it rips through Grand Forks and goes down and then into in, uh, International Falls in Minnesota. International Falls is usually like the coldest place in the country and sometimes in the world. It's yeah. disgusting. Mm-hmm. But I say all of this to say that after that, this whole next week, the high does not get above negative two. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> negative four, negative eleven, yeah. negative eight, negative seven, negative two. Yeah. Wait, wait, those, you, those are the highs. When all of you guys are talking about like the, it's not hilly, it's flat, and then you say the problem is the wind. I, I was thinking to myself, no, the problem is you're living in South Dakota. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's the problem. I yeah. never understood. <laughs> it, it's it's not a hill or wind. It's where you're at. Yeah. Here, here's the thing I never understood. As as our ancestors are migrating <laughs> west, how do you get to South Dakota, South Dakota, mm-hmm. uh, S- South Dakota or North oh, Dakota? Oh, sure, you betcha. And decide, yep, Don't this you? is where I'm going to stay. Because <laughs> the second that winter hits, I got I got one for you. You are gone. McDonald's is paying like 25 bucks an hour because they can't find anybody to work out there. But they've got a lot of uh, natural resources. It's there. funny uh, that you bring that's up McDonald's. More than what we get paid here. Or, I don't know about you guys, but the. <laughs> Jeff just got, he was like, that's more than we get. Well, actually, I'm going to have to rethink this one here. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. <laughs> the uh, On my way to North Dakota the very first time, the first place I stopped at was in Bismarck. Mm. Unbeknownst to me that the yeah, you betcha mm. is super heavy in Bismarck. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah sure. Oh, and it's, I mean, real, real mm. thick yeah. accents. I catch my, my wife. She spent some time as, as a youth. In, mm-hmm. in Minnesota, Fergus Falls, and also in mm-hmm. Grand Forks. And uh, occasionally she'll talk to her cousin on the phone who still lives in Fergus Falls. And it'll and pop. All of a sudden the accent starts coming mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and, and oh, yeah. she'll pull out the, yeah, oh, you betcha. Oh, don't you know it, Bobby? Yeah. I just think of the cartoon Bobby's World. Oh, God, yes. Oh, 100%. Bobby, Bobby's don't, mom, oh, yeah, don't you know it, Bobby? <clears throat> so 
on my trip, my trek into Min- or yeah. uh, into uh, Grand Forks for the first time, coming from Portland, about an hour before this, I had to stop on the freeway because a herd of of bison was like migrating across the freeway. And there's like ten cars on each side, and we're just sitting there looking at them. Number one, I had never seen a bison. Mm. My God, I did not know they were that big. They are enormous. Enormous. I yeah. mean. They are the and size that's coming of a, from you and me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they are the size of like an H three. Like they are huge. An H three is a very accurate yet obscure way to say. It. Yeah. What year were you driving across there? Uh, two thousand four. Now well, that H- ma- see? that makes the H three reference H3, stick a little bit like, more. Is that like one of the biggest small SUVs that's or the, the smallest big SUV? That's the smallest super Hummer. Big. Which is the largest of the SUVs, so it's the smallest of the biggest. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. but it's it's this thing is just huge, and there's forty of them migrating together across the freeway, yeah. just kind of meandering. You're like, and you don't mess with them because they'll they'll just they'll come at you well, in your car. Is the bison not the mascot of North Dakota? Which school is that? Uh, North that, Dakota State. North Dakota State. Okay, excuse yeah. me. UND was the Sioux. Now they're the Eagles. Fighting Hawks. Fighting well, Hawks. Okay, the well, stupid yeah. name now. Because um, it used to be fighting something, and then that got canceled, y- right? Yes. Yeah. Long story short. Yeah. Um, so my experience yep. in North Dakota is already wild. Like, stopped and saw like a wild herd of bison crossing through the state. Like, this mm-hmm. is rad. Okay, cool. I'm like, ah, I'm hungry. I got to get some gas. So McDonald's pop off there. You know, it's safe, right? And I get into this McDonald's and I get up to the counter. Before I even say anything, I'm like, hey, man, I'm looking for a gas station. Is there anything around here? Oh, yeah, it's about three miles down the road there, eh? And the, that hit me so hard that I was, I was in shock. It was straight out of Fargo. Okay. And I was like, uh, okay. Can I get some chicken McNuggets? <laughs> like, I did, like, it was it was so fast and staccato and so just punchy. Minnesota, Fargo, North Dakota. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to put up with this crap for a year and a half. <laughs> like that was my that was my next thought. I was like, I am not gonna be able to deal with this accent for this long. Because it's just it's a very different it's I would argue that and like Creole are probably the two most strongly yeah. different accents in this country. Well, and I think the most the most uh frequently used word in the in the upper Midwest there is oop. Oop. <laughs> <laughs> You're you not betcha. wrong. You betcha. But yeah, <laughs> betcha it like, is. that's that that's my North Dakota like yeah. initial experience was was bison and that accent. Yeah, I, I dated a girl from Michigan who'd slip into that accent every now and then. He's like, was she was she an Uber? Was, no, not an Uber. Oh, no, no. usually it's the Ubers that have the the accent. No, uh, no, she was not. But they would. You just go in and out of it, and you're like, what is going on? Because the Detroit Detroit does have an accent. Yes, it does. And that's kind of where she was from. And it's a little bit of that, but also it's like, it's like, uh, hmm. How would you describe it? It would be. Is Detroit's accent called murder? Wow. Yeah. Well, they, she, <laughs> when people would ask her where she's from, she's like the murder mitten, which was a big red flag. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what? That'd be a great nickname for Gary Payton II. Murder mitten. Hey, there we go. <laughs> um, just make sure he lives somewhere here on Slabtown. It's also the yeah. same thing that got OJ out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> Love don't fit. You must quit. Wow. Murder mitten. But it's like, uh, hmm. it's, well, I would say prison upper Midwest accent yeah. is what it would be. Yeah. It's like, uh, 
<laughs> That's what There's the a Detroit accent is. It's yeah. like a, 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 excuse me. Are you Jaylen, are you kindly stealing my car? Jalen Rose. That's the feeling that you would <laughs> yeah. get. Jalen Rose still has it. It, it yeah. comes out like a little bit of the side of your mouth. It's uh, same thing with the yeah, you know, you betcha. Like mm. it's it's a little bit in like the back teeth. Yeah. De- Detroit has a little bit of that too. All right. Okay. Hot accent talk. We got uh, accents. Talking. By the way, this is for one person and one person in particular. Okay. P one Rufio. You're just basically raw dogging that thing. That is yeah. a drop that is now on our show. Now Love on it. our show. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Well, that's um, one hell of a segment to start this show. Didn't know we'd be going there, but here we are. Here it's, we are. It's it's a it's a new thing every day, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's a whole new you never know where we're going. World. <clears throat> that's the way it should no. be. Okay. What, what did you want me to compliment you when you sang a Disney song? Yeah, you love it. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> you know what? I didn't even compliment. I just didn't even get a reaction out of you that. You ain't never had a friend like me. There you go. I can sit here and do all of the the nineties Disney songs. No, oh, hold on. That is a whole another can of worms right there that he just opened up. Like <clears> what you just say, you ain't never had a friend like me. <laughs> it's not what you're saying; it's how you're saying it. Mm-hmm. I've heard yeah. that one before. That is so many characters in movies would just be completely changed. Like we were talking about Stallone and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. The whole the swapping Beverly Hills Cop. Speaking of Stallone, has anybody caught work. the Tulsa King show yet? No, I haven't. It's on the list. It's we 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 started to watch the first episode the other night, and it's it's. Uh, you said started to, so you yeah. didn't get through it. Well, we got through some of it. We were making dinner, and yeah, it's a it's it's not just bananas. It's a whole bunch of bananas. But uh, I I am very intrigued. Okay. By Sylvester Stallone in in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and taking his mafioso down there. Okay. It's a uh, yeah. Check it out. I just because uh, you know with all when we have all of these streaming platforms, you know you get lost in which ones are they. There's in... so much. So I've it's overwhelming. Yeah, I've fallen into. I'm watching three things concurrently on. Amazon Prime now, Prime Video, mm-hmm. and all of them are completely different. Yet they've grabbed my attention. Mm-hmm. First is uh, Sneaky Pete. Okay, do, yeah, I don't know that one. Sneaky Pete. Okay, mm. that's good. Uh, check it out. What, the other one what's, what's is the preface here. The okay. Well, now we're getting into a whole other thing, <laughs> and I don't have enough. I don't have enough time for Sneaky Pete. We're up against it. <clears throat> um, but I'm watching Sneaky Pete. It's got uh, G- G- what's his name? Uh, Giovanni Ribisi. Okay. Now yeah, you, got, he, you have my attention. Okay. I, I mean, it's a it's a good. Just trust me. It's a guy who go, gets out of prison. He's a million. He, he takes over that a dude. guy that he met in prison's identity. That's the premise of the of the show. Oh, so oh, he okay. meets this guy in prison. The guy that he's with ain't getting out, and as he gets to know him, the guy that he's in prison with is like, man, nobody knows I'm here. I detach myself from my whole family. So he's like, this this guy gets out of prison, and he's like, well, be me. I don't got anywhere to go, and he's a con man. And no, he didn't say be me. Oh. He The con man gets out, and he's like, which is Giovanni Ribisi, mm-hmm. and he's like, well, I guess I'm just going to go assume his identity because they kind of look similar enough to where if you, you haven't seen him in off. 20 years, yeah. you know? And so that's Sneaky Pete. That's a good one. Then there's another show I'm watching. Uh, it's I don't even know the name of it. It's basically like this. It, uh, it's like from the from the tower. I don't know. It's basically in a, they're living in a world where World War II 
uh, it got flipped <laughs> and the bad guys won. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a trip. And so, like, it's about this underground community that finds these reels mm-hmm. of what we live in in our world right now. It was like the good guys won. And they're, like, trying to take back, you know, that. and change the world, right? I'm only a couple of episodes into that. But <clears throat> that's weird. The one show that I started watching, a documentary, I saw somebody on uh, from Barstool, I don't even know who did it, said, hey, I've just watched the wildest documentary I've ever seen. It's called Searching for Sugar Man. Hmm. And it's about, it. and so I was like, in, okay, it's musician, music documentary, and it's on Prime. Mm-hmm. It's about this guy named Rodriguez who got well, signed to a record deal here in the States. Uh-huh. And this is a documentary. And... His albums, he had two albums here, mm-hmm. flopped. Absolutely just torpedoed, tanked. tanked. Well, somebody had taken his, and the guy, like the the uh, head of the label, was interviewed in this documentary, and they're like, how many albums did he sell in the States? He's like, like six. <laughs> okay. Oh, tank, tank. Tank, well, tank. That's six more than you and me. Yeah. He, well, one of those albums <laughs> ended up in South Africa during apartheid. Mm-hmm. Where nobody knew anything, and he was the biggest musical act. They they said he's bigger than the Rolling Stones. Like basically in <laughs> South Africa during apartheid in the, in the seventies and early eighties, it went the Beatles, Rodriguez, and, and from there from there it just takes off into like all, different directions. Of this guy basically had no idea he was famous because the royalties were going to the labels, and labels were like this dude was a flop. You know, and he he wasn't a part of the labels anymore. It's it's wild. We keep getting a lot of uh, Man in the High Castle. That's it. That's yes. what it's called. Yeah. Man in the High Castle. It's interesting. Um, That's the, I, I know the Nazi one. Yes. Yeah. I know we're up against it. Have you seen the previews for 65? It just no. It just dropped. No. Adam Driver, spaceship pilot. Spaceship gets hit. Spaceship crashes on Earth 65 million years ago. It's Adam Driver with space gun crashed on Earth against dinosaurs. Adam Driver is the handsomest ugly dude on the planet. Boy, that's a great way that's to put it. That's uh, the Marines in a nutshell, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. All right. Let's go. <laughs> uh, searching for Sugar Man. Go, uh, go. It's like a 10 years old, too. It's really good. Really good. Go watch it on Prime. Okay, sports now. Yeah. Let's do this. Uh, Blazers started out their road trip on the right foot. Uh that man, Damian Lillard, he is on fire. Danny Dusty on the fan. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Danny and Dusty 
Portland Trailblazers started their six-game road trip off on the right foot, my man, with a convincing 128-112 win over the San Antonio Spurs. There was a moment where they uh, were going to F around and find out. Yeah, that third quarter was not great. But another, well, how about the fact they have another 70-point quarter, or 70-point first half in back-to-back games? Yeah, they set their season high last game in the first half, and they followed it up again with... Capping that off with another season high at 73 points in the first half. This has been building for a couple weeks now, getting Damian Lillard back. This is what, remember the beginning of the season, we're like, oh, the offense looks clunky. I don't know what this is. This is Damian Lillard, Anthony Simons, Jeremy Grant becoming simpatico. Nobody's working hard for shots. And not because, you know, they don't need, it's that they don't need to. (laughs) <laughs> because they're, but it's not because they don't want to, or they're being lazy, or like it's somehow hindering them. Shot or the offense always looks better when you're hitting shots, but when you're hitting shots, you're typically hitting them because everything is flowing. Yeah, the ball movement is there. There's this mixture of structure and, and and freelance that has found this balance to open the season. There was there was. I don't want to say it was uneasy, but there was certainly give and take or a push pull between Billups and Lillard and Simons. Yeah. as far as where the balance was going to lie. And Chauncey wasn't going to go full stops the last two years he was here where Dame and CJ had entirely free reign. And I don't think Dame and Ant were going to let Chauncey fully rein them in. And so it, was the, and not a, it wasn't a fight, but it was a competition of wills. Chauncey wanting them to kind of play within the rails and Lillard and Simons wanting Chauncey to give them freedom. And I think they have found the sweet spot. And you're seeing what's happening. Dame's on an absolute heater, but Ant is filling in and crushing it. Jeremy Grant's filling in and crushing it. Nurk, over the last two and a half weeks, is playing his best basketball of the season. You're starting to see all of the things come together on the offensive end where it's become it's truly become pick your poison. Well, and I think the, the part for me that, I'm I'm just when I'm watching games now is Damian Lillard over his last four has been just this absolute terror. He's been a man on fire. When you think about it, it's what thirty, or is it? it it's like thirty threes that he's made in the last four games. Um, and that seems like a lot. That is that's pretty good. Th- it's got to be the shoes. That is a lot. And this man is playing at such a ridiculous clip. He scored 40, 36, 38, 37. And he is just, we, we saw it the other night against Minnesota, you know, the 11 three-pointers that he made. He followed up. He was shooting lights out last night to start the game as well. And he ended up with seven threes. And the appreciation for Damian Lillard, I feel like Portland is is kind of recentered on that because we got used to and almost numb to the fact of how damn good Damian Lillard was, and mm-hmm. then we had to go through, you know, <laughs> December through March of last year where we were going, Urgh. this is horrible, please make it stop. And the fact that he has come back and he's playing at this clip, he unlocks so many other things. Yes. And it's not just Anthony Simons, it's not just Jeremy Grant, but I think with like what we're seeing now is that comfort level that you're talking about. Those three are really important. But on any given night, it's like, who's going to be that fourth? Mm -hmm. And what we've seen is, in this little stretch that we're in right now, 
it's been Yusuf Nurkic yep. has played really damn well, and he has been the butt of a lot of criticism. He has taken a lot of heat, and a lot of it is rightfully so. Yeah, but he is playing really stinking well. And last night without Jakob Pertl, we kind of, we talked about it. Yeah, this is where he feasts. But he's doing what the expectation is, and that's what you want your fourth guy to be is the mismatch, expose the mismatch, Well, and he's doing it. And it feels like he finally is taking the ball and going hard to the hole yes. and not doing the little lazy flip-ups. That's the key. Even the layups are good, strong layups right at the bucket. Yeah. And shockingly, here's a stat for you. Over the last five games, guess what Yusuf Nurkic is finishing in his field goal percentage? 64%. That's good. Weird. <clears throat> Almost like he's 10% higher. Yeah. Huh. I he wonder played. why that is. It's because well, he's though. going hard to the hole. It's the, listen, my, people have been. <laughs> yeah, you know you're getting that. Uh, for yeah. Right. Yeah. People have been hard on me because I've been hard on Yusuf Nurkic this year. Like, well, Ant doesn't do this, or Josh doesn't do this, or Jeremy mm-hmm. doesn't do this. Everybody has a role to play. Yep. Ant's role is to go get buckets. And you know what Ant has done every game but one this season? Buckets. Buckets. And in spades with wild efficiency. Jeremy Grant, his role is to play defense on the primary score and be a supportive score. He has crushed that role. Josh Hart, his role has been be aggressive, rebound, get out and transition. Mm -hmm. What has he done? All of those things. He's becoming like a lob master, too. Well, he's he's probably the best lob passer on the team right now. Yeah, and uh, Shaden Sharp. And that was a, that was actually a bad toss to Shaden. I know, but he, it's the willingness My to God. do it. Yes. And it's great to see and the ability to do it. But for Nurk, Nurk his the Blazers have stacked roles. And the reason they're playing so well is, right now is people are meeting those roles and and feeding into them. Nurk's role is to be a strong role man. He mm-hmm. rolled hard last night and finished with what three dunks? Mhm. Hard, hard, hard drives off the catch. None of that lumbering, slow, step-over, like weird Euro-step thing that he does. Instead, he went hard to the rack and dunked, and that's what they need him to do. They need him to be aggressive on the catch on the roll. Uh-huh. They need him to be a physical presence on defense and in the screen game. Yep. And when he has opportunities, to beat the hell out of somebody. Here's that's my, what they need him to do. Here's my question, though. If Jakob Pertl is playing in that game... Does it change it? Yes. Does he? Yeah, and that, and that is where... That is what, like, it, I think the most frustrating part for fans watching Nurk is like, no, you you can be the same player, mm-hmm. and either you get that finish, or you get a foul, or you get a foul, and you go to the free throw line. Like, it, it's one or the other. But if he were to, if he, he was to play like this, Gobert. he was he was aggressive against Gobert, mm-hmm. and he was he was aggressive in the uh, Denver game yeah. too. I mean that they but, lost, but, but it doesn't he, matter. But that it, that aggressiveness has been there regardless who has been on the floor. Yes, which is a big change. And I think and I think that is the one where if you we can find that consistency in hey still be that dude, uh, that would be fantastic. I, to see. Listen, I will back off immediately, and I have on my criticism of Yusuf Nurkic. In fact, you know, on the post game show last night with Brandon, I talked about listen, he's been fantastic. Yeah, and he has, and that's. He doesn't need to be otherworldly. He just needs to fill his role. If Absolutely. he fills his role, this team is good. And everybody's like, well, you know, to get better. Than sure. But for this season, mm-hmm. if they didn't move him, as long as he does this, I'd, I'll be bluntly honest. I don't really care about his box score. I more care about his impact. Yeah. His impact because he's the only guy on the team who can provide what he provides. 
Mm-hmm. He's the only guy on the team who's seven foot three hundred pounds. He's the only guy on the team who could crush somebody with a screen. He's the only guy on the team who is remotely intimidating in the paint. As long as he does those things, the other stuff just happens. This stretch from him lately, the last couple of games, is what gave everybody Nurk fever when he got here. Yes. Yeah. This, this this two weeks is closer to that. You think he's averaging like 15 and 10, which is, that's, that's good. Most guys in the league, most starting centers don't average that. But oh, I, you re- betcha. I genuinely do not care about his box score. No. I look at his efficiency and his, his impact and effectiveness. Well, and what he's able to do for the other three that are the dudes. And when he has a Dan night. Ant and Jeremy. Like when he has a monster night and he has it cooking and they're mm-hmm. going to go to him and let him eat. Like against the Rockets when they just had no answer for him. Well, and uh, look, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to, but he is still a very viable trade piece for the Portland Trail Blazers. 100%. The trade um, window opened up today, so trades can start happening. Couldn't come at a better time, right? And as he is playing better and better, you're kind of in this bind, right, where his value is going up in the in the eyes of other teams. But at the same time, it is do you rock the boat because of how well this team is playing, especially on the offensive end of the floor. Their offensive efficiency is just stupid. And one thing I like, um, we need to have him on too. We need to get Corey Jez on. Uh, but he, him and getting his insight, and it's going to take a while, and I know not everybody likes it. Um, but right now he's still explaining to folks what a lot of the stuff that he's spitting out there means. When he was talking about the Blazers' offensive efficiency ratings last night, like that is what you want. Like over this stretch, that's the value he brings to the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Is okay, guys. Like they mentioned, what one fifty six was the offensive rating in the what, first half last yeah la- last game, which was Minnesota. It, was it was on pace for literally the the best offense of the season. It, it was not for the Blazers in the league. And and <laughs> yeah, Corey's like sitting laying it all out there. Like this is like guys, you know, it is really that impressive. Yeah. This offense was even better in the first half last night. Yes. They were they were absolutely crushing on every level. Now, and that's and that's Yeah. What was really interesting about last night's game was another stat that, that Corey brought up. And I wanna say I think it was through the third quarter. Might have been halftime. I can't remember. But no, it must have been halftime because they had only been forty eight shot attempts at the time. The Blazers had forty eight shots that were um, I'm sorry, the Blazers only had uh, 31 shots that were contested. The Spurs had 48 shots that were contested. So the Blazers were getting themselves Jeez. just wide-open looks yeah. regularly off of ball movement. And that's the thing. It's like when everything starts humming, if you go back to the beginning of that game, Damian Lillard starts by getting high ball pressure. They're showing two. They're trying to get the ball out of Damian Lillard's hands because they know he's hot. Well, guess what happens? Anthony Simons catches it on the weak side. He's attacking at a, a, on a defense. It's a rotation. Yeah. And he's got 15 points in the first quarter. Eesh. And then all of a sudden, the floodgates open. It's like, oh, here's 12 points from Dame. Oh, here's 15 points from Dame. Oh, here's 13 points from Dame. And you start looking at it, and you're like, well, what the hell do we do? Who do we handle here? Who, who are we trying to stop? And you're like, yeah, you want to stop the all-time guy in Damian Lillard. But now the backside of your defense is having yeah. Anthony Simons and Jeremy Grant on the other side. And that's the difference between where this team was over the last few years versus now. Uh, Damian Lillard, by the way, 69 points away from the Blazers' all-time nice. record. I beat you to it. That's right. You did. Also, uh, over the last five Should games, uh, Damian Lillard has made 35 threes. 
So that's seven made threes a game over the last five. Well, at good. the rate he's going, so 69 points, not tomorrow in Dallas, but it, in uh, it, Houston there is a the chance, next night. There is a the chance game. of Houston if he keeps this up, yeah. which would be very poetic. Yikes. Uh, just, again, for a statistical standpoint, Damian Lillard of the last five games shooting 53-51-100. Uh, I just saw something on the TV, the NBA, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vince Carter just selected Shaden Sharp for some sort of like best dunker thing. Oh, no. Vince is, is firmly in Shaden's corner. Wow. This is not the first time that he's done it. Yeah, uh, it looks like Richard Jefferson had him on there, too, on that list. Really? Yeah. L- All right. Well, Listen, I, I, I asked Shaden about the dunk contest early in the year. Right? I think it was game two. Mm. And he was, I don't know. And we'll I, I, I poked uh, Ant and Dame about it, and they said they'd both keep on him about it. If he gets invited, he'll go. Yeah. Um, uh, one last note. Um, yes, the Spurs are terrible. They're bad. They are. They're the worst. They're bad. But you can also say the the offense was incredible, but the Spurs are the worst defense in the league. Both can be true. Well, last four games, the Blazers have scored at least 120 points in, in, in the larger picture, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, they have played good teams in that stretch. I mean, over their last four games, uh, they, they lost 121 to 120 to the Denver Nuggets in that stretch. The offense has been playing at a ridiculously high level over the last four games, and consistency is what you want to see. Um this road trip, they're going to play a lot of bad teams. Outside of tomorrow night, um, they'll have, what, three games in a row against a bunch of road apples. They play Houston, Oklahoma City twice, and then they wrap this thing up with the Denver Nuggets. And not, a, not a tough trip. They're taking on we Dallas. We talked about that. They're taking on Dallas tomorrow without Maxi Kleber. <clears throat> but what are they ever going to do? Yeah. If, 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 now, that, Luke is out. But, I mean, no, Maxi is a, is a big loss for them. That's right. He, he, well, he's he been brutal against is. the Blazers. He's... He's just he, gosh. He's a well. Here's the problem: the Blazers are going to put a long defender in Jeremy Grant on Luca, and they're not going to have a guy who's great at handling Maxi. That's part of the problem. Yeah, wouldn't that, it be nice to have a GP two right about now? Yes, it would. It would be fantastic. Sure would, Bob. All right. Uh, hey, last night was historic in the NBA. Uh, the Blazers were part of history. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Going hard to the hole. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. A historic night in the NBA last night, and the Blazers were part of it. Uh, There were 10 games across the NBA, and the NBA's teams averaged 119.1 points per game. There have been 1,569 days in NBA history where at least 10 games were played. Last night was the highest scoring of any day in the NBA's history. That's nuts to think about. Of 1,569 games where you have that many, or days where you have that many games being played, and that was the highest scoring night ever, um, according to Elias 
sports. Especially when you think That's about crazy. the late 80s and the NBA existed. Oh, yeah. And you had 130-140 as a regular score. But, I mean, when you have the games that you had last night, the Blazers nearly popping 130, the Nuggets getting to 141, hitting four threes, 98 points in the paint. Well, the Pistons-Hornets game was 141, 140, or 134 in overtime. Pacers-Warriors was 125-119. Magic-Hawks was 135-124. And I'm reading off, as I'm, as I'm thinking about this, like I'm reading off a lot of teams that are tanking. If you're going to tank, at least be exciting. And I'm glad the that we're getting that. dropped 141 I know. without Cade Cunningham. I know. The Wizards scored 128 points, even though they're not really tanking. They're just bad. Um, Meanwhile. It's crazy. Cavs, Cavs Mavs was 105-90. <laughs> it feels like 1996 all over again. They, oh, they, they, that game in the uh, Clippers, T-Wolves, 99-88, both those games were played at a snails pace. Are we, are we watching Jeff Van Gundy uh, oh, yeah. uh, crawl himself along somebody's leg again? Yes, this I mean it was it was you can only help. It was disgusting basketball in both those games. But the I mean the larger question is we were just talking about the Blazers offensive efficiency and how well they've been playing and the how their offense is operating so well lately. This seems to be like the trend across the NBA is scoring is up. And scoring is good for for the NBA. Look at the NFL, man. We were complaining about uh, scoring being down so much. But this, in the NBA, what is leading to this uptick in scoring that we're seeing? Because is it a, a trend that will kind of sustain over the course of the year? Or is this just kind of a fluke of the early season and we're going to start seeing it tighten up a little bit more as the season goes on? You'll always see it tighten up, but... The rubber band effect will be there, too. As it tightens up, it'll loosen back up again as the teams that are really tanking. Remember what happened to the Blazers last year? NBA record, 15 games lost by 30 or more points. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to see more of that. This Spurs team, as bad as they are, they're going to get worse. Uh-huh. Those Pistons teams, they're going to get worse. Yeah, they didn't want to win last the, night. The Jazz are going to strip that thing down to the studs. Are they really? Oh yeah. You, you think they're gonna go? They're gonna be big players now that the window's open to to keep on moving and acquiring assets. They they have gone four and six over the last ten. It, nobody, particularly in Utah. Remember, even in Portland, in those smaller markets where like the city kind of lives and dies with the team, you absolutely cannot go into a season with the exception of like OKC because they bought into the Sam Presti mindset, right? You cannot go into a season openly tanking. You can't. <laughs> you can't do it. So you because you still have ticket sales and you have sponsors. Yeah. You're like nobody's nobody's going to buy that. They're just not. And so you go in we're like, hey, we're okay. Da, 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 da. See, look at us. Look at Lowry Marketing. Look at Mike Conley. Look, look at Jordan Clarkson. Look, look, it's it's good. Everything's awesome here. And now we're gonna suck. And now come February, all of them will be dealt. Mike Conley will not be on this team. Jordan Clarkson will not be on this team. Lowry Marketing probably won't be on this team. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt probably won't be on this team. I can see a world where they do keep uh, Vando and Marketing and Kessler, mm. but that's about it. Like Clarkson and Conley are, there's no reason for them to be on this team. <laughs> there's, there's not. No. And teams will come calling for both those guys. Yeah. And it should be noted that the Jazz, their schedule has gotten better and they have gotten worse. Yeah, weird. Um, so th- that is something to keep an eye on. You know that the Portland Trailblazers, uh, they have the best record of any team with 18 or more games over, uh, with opponents over 500. 
So they've played. They, they have the best road record in the Western Conference too. Yeah, they're pretty good on the road. Um, but they are eight and ten against teams five hundred or better. Uh, and they're sixteen and twelve on the season. There's not a lot of there. I mean, there's not a lot of teams that have played this many teams over five hundred. Uh, but the best overall record in the NBA uh, with having eighteen or more games of uh, five hundred or better. Portland Trailblazers. Who to thunk it? Who to thunk? Is it? that good? Uh, I don't know. It's just a statistical outlier right now. I think it's good. Hopefully it is because now you're going to play a lot of bad teams. All right. Um, <clears throat> We move on. We got to get some football in here. 503 250 1080. That is a fan text line. This is Danny Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. The fan. Okay, we will have uh, a little bit more NBA. We're going to do a check-in around uh, the rest of the association. Talk a lot of Blazers. Uh, we'll check in around the rest of the league um, in hour number two. Hour number three, we got Thursday Night Football preview because guess what? Guess what, Danny Morang? Go on. Seahawks 49ers right here on the fan. Our coverage starting at 3 o'clock right after we get done. Opportunity for game of the season? No. No? Okay. No. You think, wait, you think that this may be the most exciting game of the season? No, just I think there's a lot on the line. Oh, there is a lot on the line. Maybe Thursday night game of the season? Uh, Chargers. Now we're setting the bar pretty high. Chargers Chiefs week two. Okay, there we go. That was was the best Thursday night game of the season. Uh, Well, there is a ton on the line. I will give you that because the Seahawks win this game, it gets infinitely more spicy. Now the parallel, the, the Panthers game they dropped last week kind of made this a little less spicy. Had they won that game, had they won that game, I was, I was hoping they were going to win that game solely for this game because of the stakes that would have been on the line. Well, this is um, th- this is the problem with Seattle right now. Yeah, you can't trust their defense. Uh, th- no. No? They've given up uh, like a half mile rushing <laughs> each of the last three games. Trying, is, trying to do the math in my head there. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Um, but then the Niners, they can clinch a division w- with a win, and they can become uh, the second team in the NFC to uh, gain themselves a playoff spot uh, with a win. So that game's coming up right here. Right here on the fan. And we got our picks that we got to get in uh, at 2 o'clock. If you go... To at Danny and Dusty, um, we'll get, we'll get the picks up that you will pick next hour. We'll get those up, and you can start voting at Danny and Dusty on Twitter for uh, our our pickums that we got going. Uh, rough week at, for the fans last week. You guys went over over three. It happens. Picks. As did I. It rough, was a rough week for for everyone for the fans and and for Jeff Rust. Yeah, and for Jeff Rust. Um, okay. We've got we're already up against because we went over uh, talking Blazers stuff. Coming up next hour, uh, the Blazers found a new or the, the Blazers, the NCAA found a new boss. We have an update to Antonio Brown is still a thing. It is still a thing. Antonio Brown is still holed up in his home, um, and we're now finding out why police have not kicked in the door and arrested him. Um, but where we start, hour number two is uh, NFL. The game of the week in the NFL is probably Miami heading up to Buffalo. 
Can we agree on that one? I mean, that yeah, no, that's the actual game of the week. That's game paper. of the week on 100%. paper. Is Miami making too much about this? Danny Dusty on the fan. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 